Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash I am divine 2022. Awaken to the divine within. You're listening to UnityOnlineRadio.org. Get in tune with the sun, moon, and stars. This is Astrology with Yasmin. Yasmin here coming to you live and direct from my rental accommodation in London. (laughs) Still in it. So how is everybody this week? Uh, The moon is in Libra and I hope it's going to be a really good show. You've probably heard the news by now that uh, unfortunately Unity Online Radio is going to be finishing but I am planning to do a podcast anyway. So I guess that would just hasten my plans. Um, I'm not quite sure what form it's going to take, but I do like to think that I'm still going to be here uh, at least on Facebook every Monday at 4. I might start to do them on Fridays, actually. I don't know what I'll do. I'm going to do it somehow, some way. Um, I still want to do a weekly show of some description. So there you go. So what is news with you guys? I think since, uh, since um, oh, hang on, what is this? Since um, the show is coming to an end, it sort of feels a bit like, you know, do you remember at school back in the olden days when, uh, when um, you know, it was the end of term and everybody just was allowed to sort of kick off a bit and play up and play games and do all that sort of stuff? I sort of feel a bit like that about the radio show. I think, you know what, we've got three shows left. Let's go a little bit crazy. What do you think? So what's happening this week? Let's have a little quick look. This week brings the new moon in the sign of Aries. Now, that is a big, big thing uh, because um, Aries is the first sign of the zodiac, as you may or may not know. And uh, so even as Unity Online Radio is coming to an end, as I said, I'm going to be starting a new podcast. So maybe it's all entwined. It's the new beginning. So, yes, brings the new moon in Aries. This is the time to make a bold and daring intention and to really, really go for it. It's really – so as you might know, there are 12 signs in the zodiac, okay? The first sign of the zodiac is – Aries. The last sign of the zodiac is Pisces, okay? So the new moons basically work their way through the 12 signs of the zodiac. So now we're going to have the new moon in Aries, then next month. Well, you might think next month we're going to have the new moon in Taurus, but actually, just to keep you on your toes, uh, let me explain this. Basically, this month we are getting the new moon in the sign of Aries, But because it's taking place really early on in the sign, correct me if I'm wrong, and sometimes I do get a bit confused because I'm like 
currently writing the new moon. Oh, no, guess what? I am wrong, actually. Must be next year. <laughs> so we get the new moon in Aries this month, and then next month we're getting the new moon in Taurus, like you would expect, so that's good. The only thing is that the new moon in Taurus next month is actually going to be an eclipse. There you go. I knew there was something important happening. And you know what it is? You know the other reason why I'm getting confused? Because the new moon in Taurus, the new moon in Aries takes place on the 1st of April, and the new moon in Taurus, uh, for those of us up here in the Northern Hemisphere at least, um, not for Australia and New Zealand, but it takes place on the 30th of April. So we're actually getting, that's why I was getting confused. We're getting two new moons in one month. But they are new moon in Aries, then the new moon in Taurus, and the month after we get the new moon in Gemini, and then Cancer, and then Leo, Virgo, all the way through all the 12 signs until we get round about, come back again. So, yeah, so, you know, what are you going to do with a new moon in Aries? Well, if you have my beautiful Moonology diary, which, as I think you probably know, has now pretty much sold out, Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. Let me read you a little bit from the diary. Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. Among other things, it represents me, me, me of the zodiac. And remember, we all have Aries in our chart somewhere. It's also the sign from which all the other signs flow. Okay? It marks the start of new life, new shoots and new plants. And in the Northern Hemisphere, the end of the long cold winter and the start of spring. It's the beginning. And in down under in Australia, where I uh, have many people I love and where I grew up, this actually marks the end of summer and uh, the beginning of autumn. When you take an interest in astrology, you learn that you have two or even three New Year's days in your lexicon. New Year's Day number one would be January the 1st, like everybody else, all the muggles. <laughs> My son says I shouldn't say muggles, but I still like to say it. Um, yeah, January 1st, that's number one. The move of the sun into Aries around March 22. This date varies every year, but we've had it now. And then the new move, so that's the move of the sun into Aries is like astrological new moon number two and then number three is the new moon in Aries okay so there you go there you go sorry I've got someone on uh, Facebook saying um that she gives up but I don't know why she's giving up <laughs> I hope you're okay Lorna um yeah so there we go so that January the 1st that's new new year number one the move of the sun into Aries, which happens at the end of March, we've had it, that is new year number two. And then next, coming up on the April the 1st, which is just a couple of days away, that's the new moon in Aries, the first sign of the zodiac, that is new, new year number three. So basically, you know, what I'm trying to say here is if 2022 hasn't quite started off the way you would have liked, even though at least, thank God, we're out of the pandemic, it's also been a pretty weird year so far, better but you know like still could be better let's face it especially for all those poor people in ukraine uh and and other places where there are wars in the world uh like somalia and yemen um anyway if it hasn't quite started how you wanted if you haven't like if you made new moon wish and new year's resolutions in january and you've like fallen off the wagon uh you know maybe you were going to be really fit and healthy and you've basically sat on the couch eating pizza in a sort of a post-pandemic stupor <laughs> or whatever 
we had January 1 to make some new, a new start. We had the move of the sun into Aries in um, a couple of weeks ago now, well, actually a week ago. But if you still haven't done it, April 1st, new moon in Aries, it's a chance to start all over again. And I will be back here on Facebook. I'll be on Instagram. I'll be doing a ceremony and um, – I really hope you'll join me because it's really, really a good time for the whole world to go, you know what, let's just start to make a bit more sense. So even though January marks the official start of the year, the new moon in Aries is the date that marks the start of the new year for me and I think for many other people who love the moon out there. Um, you might prefer to think of it as a second new year or a second chance at new year. Either way, it's here now. So set some intentions and make some wishes. If you need to heal, set intentions around that as there is a super healing energy around the 2022 new moon in Aries. So we really need a bit of healing on the planet right now, don't we? Um, and just by the way, every uh, every month here in the diary we get you get a little exercise for every new moon and this one is one of the things I hope you'll come to understand by using this diary is the power of intention all right the idea that by setting intentions you're far more likely to realize your goals with this month's new moon or this week's new moon in the first sign of the zodiac Aries, we're being offered a chance to start all over again. And quite frankly, I think we need it. And let's not forget about the new moon eclipse coming up. It's the perfect time to set your financial intentions for the year ahead as well. So um, what you might not know is that every single um, – Every single uh, new moon has a mantra as well. So you can just about see that there. If you have my diary, you will have access to the chants. And if you are in my sun, moon and stars, you will have access to the chants. Uh, this new moon mantra is actually going to harness the energy of Mars because Mars is the planet associated with the sign of Aries. So that's kind of like the broad brushstrokes of what's coming up here. Sorry if I'm making a lot of noise, Libby. I'm just moving some cards around the desk. Let me just – oh, my God. I'm sure I'm making so much noise. Libby's completely freaking out. I'm really sorry. I'll just put the phone down there. So there we go. So um, what do you want to know about today apart from the fact that it's time to get in touch with the new moon? What about if we do a card? For everybody who's watching live or listening to the rebroadcast. So what do you want to say? What do you want to do? Someone's saying, I have to say, I love your Moonology Manifestation cards. Well, thank you. I love them too. Can I just say, as you probably know, because I say it all the time, my first deck are uh, apparently, so I'm told, the highest selling oracle cards in the history of oracle cards. <laughs> All right, so that is pretty darn amazing. They're here. That's that deck there if you've if you've got it. Um, highest selling oracle cards in the history of oracle cards. Like I literally can't even compute that. Um, so there's a bit of pressure on these cards 
there was a bit of pressure. I was like, oh, my God, why does everyone like them so much? <laughs> I think it's the beautiful artwork, but I've also got different artists, beautiful artwork. Um, and also I hope really powerful messages. You know, I do actually do a fair bit of um, a fair bit of spiritual work when I write anything, and I put a fair bit of spiritual work in when I write these cards. So, you know, maybe... I'm being, I'm channeling the divine a little bit. Um, you know, you just, anyone can do it. You just have to set the intention. I think anyone can do it. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I have an interesting card. Who is this card for? Who is this card for? And Harrod says she wants to know before she, what, applying for her new job. Nadine says she loves the cards. Coeli says, blessings, Yasmin, thank you. And to you, Colleen says she wants a card. These are all the people on uh, Facebook. Heidi needs to work on her patience. Lainey can't find her tarot cards. Genevieve loves both my decks. Yay, thank you. I'm actually writing a third deck. I've got ideas for so many decks, actually. I'm also going to write a desk calendar. I'm so excited. I start, started writing it today. And you know what's really interesting, actually, at least to me? with the desk calendar, um, it's the fact that I'm actually using some ideas which I came up with seven years ago uh, and I sort of presented to Hay House but never really went anywhere because it was slightly involved with Doreen Virtue and obviously the whole Doreen Virtue thing went a bit haywire. Um, and I'm redoing them sort of, you know, with everything I've learned and um, – I'm so excited and it's really interesting because in astrology, seven-year cycles are kind of really important. So, you know, look in your life uh, for cycles. So someone's saying of their card, the question is, <coughs> is love around the corner? Oh, someone's saying thank you on the congratulations on the cards. Yes, the desk calendar. I'm really excited about the desk calendar. I've been working on it today. All right, I think we're just about ready to reveal the card. Cheryl says this card is for me. Tegan says the card is about her love life. I'll just do one more person. Oh, Sue Birch, I have both decks and love them. Thank you. All right, someone's asking about their writing career. Okay, so here we go. In three, two, one, it's the card that says reflect on your priorities. So what are you prioritising in your life? Are you focusing on the right stuff? So do you know what? I once got this card when, um, when my son, had had a little bit of an argument with someone and I was kind of like concerned with all the wrong things and I drew a card and I thought, what about this card? I just don't get it. And I got this, reflect on your priorities, and it really put me in my place. It made me think, yeah, you know what, I'm not actually seeing this situation properly. So what is this saying to you? A lot of people on the Facebook feed are saying they're asking about their love life. So for this, for example, I would say this means reflect on your priorities. If your love life is a priority, are you making it a priority? Someone's saying um, peace and health. 
Okay, so if your health is your priority, are you making it your priority? You know, are you going, are you doing a little bit of exercise every day? Are you doing meditation to help yourself? Are you getting enough sleep? I know all the things off by heart because I'm trying to do them myself. Are you um, eating organic foods? Are you drinking enough water? You know, all those things. If your health is your priority, are you making it your priority? So let's just read what this card has to say. So for anyone who doesn't know these cards, the big difference with these cards and my first deck is that they are manifestation cards. So the first deck are kind of like more like prediction cards. They kind of tell you what's going to happen, where you are. These are if you want to influence the outcome of what's going to happen next, you know, here's what you've got to do. Let me just make sure Louie's still there and we haven't sort of disconnected because the phone seems to have gone dead. Oh, God. Has he disappeared? What's happening? He's still there. Great. Yay. All right, so here we go. Are you still there, Louis? I think he is. Yeah. Oh, hi, Louis. Thanks. So while we're waiting for Louis, well, he's answered now. But let me just say, by the way, I'm going to be answering, taking some calls as well. So if you want to call in. I believe the number is 816-251-3555, 816-251-3555. And let me just say it one more time, 816-251-3555. Call me. I would love to uh, do a card for you. All right, so this card says, Oh, someone's saying about these new my new cards. Amy, thank you, says they offer solutions, which I adore. Yeah, so most cards, including my first deck, they're very traditional. They say, like, this is what you're currently creating. With these cards, they say, this is what you're currently creating, but uh, if you want to change things, do this. So let's have a go. So drawing this card suggests it's time to be more grounded, and work out what really matters to you. I don't know about you. Lately, I've been really ungrounded. I've just been all over the place. Normally, I'm like the hardest worker I know. And lately, I've been all over the shop. I've just been, just want to, I don't know, stare into space and go walking and all this sort of stuff. And uh, I need to get myself a little bit more grounded, I think. Once you're clear about your priorities, you can start to allot time, energy, and focus. True. Makes sense. If you want to create something solid, it takes a mix of good ideas and practical work. So that's like my uh, desk calendar I was talking about, uh, which I actually was quite focused on today, which is quite good. Um, and actually, in fairness, I was weird on the weekend. I just slept all weekend. Like I, I feel like I should have worked a bit on the weekend because I've got some deadlines that I haven't finished yet. But I was just asleep on the couch. I don't exactly know what happened. But anyway, uh, but like the desk calendar, it does. It takes a mix of good ideas and practical work. So what are you doing that needs a mix of good ideas and practical work? The most important thing is to work out what's really important to you and whether you're living in your life in accordance with that, you know. So I would say that my family is the most important thing in my life and then after that I think it's you guys, the work that I do. Uh, or maybe my friends, family and friends. Anyway, they're the top three. So... If not, this card is a nudge to make changes so you can achieve what you want. Yeah. I mean, I've been trying hard to be a bit more disciplined. I just, like, I've been sleepy, I've been this, I've been that, a whole lot of stuff happened. Anyway, what's someone saying here? Um, 
All right. Okie dokie. So how to use the energies when, you, when this card comes up? Here we have an energy that's modern and cool. And I'll just tell you, the last quarter moon in Aquarius takes place when the sun is in Taurus and the moon is in Aquarius. It knows that living lightly is a good thing, but still the ties, they bind. Um, so we have an energy that's modern and cool, that's Aquarius, and another that's rustic and real, that's Taurus. Never the twain shall meet, which is why there's a bit of a clash, you know, so it's a little bit like that. Manifesting mindset that we all need to get into in order to achieve our goals. I'm going to take this as a sign about my desk calendar, which I'm working hard on. Once you know your priorities, it becomes possible for you to work out where to focus your attention in terms of your life and your manifesting. So there we go. That makes sense. All right. Now, what I really love about these cards is that they all have this little solution, as someone said. These And for the last quarter moon cards, it's crystals. And who doesn't love a good crystal? These crystals work especially well for the sign of Aquarius. Okay, so this is the last quarter moon in Aquarius card. Hematite, bloodstone, orange calcite, jasper, blue apatite, and amethyst. Well, I've still got my trusty amethyst on the desk. I do actually have a really nice chunk of, um, oh, no, pyrite's not in there. I thought I saw pyrite. There we go. There's a lovely chunk of beautiful amethyst. So I shall maybe I'll take that downstairs to my desk where I'm working on the car on the desk calendar. I'm also writing another deck of cards. I've got a lot of stuff on right now. Your manifestation affirmation. Are you ready? I don't need anything, but some things I want. That reminds me of that thing on TikTok. Everything that I need, I already have. Everything that I want. I will receive because my reality is created by me. Do you know that one? It's amazing. So there we go. So basically the, the thing is to focus on our priorities. That is the message that's coming through. All right, so we've got about four minutes before we go to the break and um, someone's called up. Let's go to line two, please, Louis. see if we can get one call in before the break. Hello, hello. Hi there. Hello. How do I say your name? It's Tiziana Yasmin. Say it again. Uh, Tiziana. Tiziana. Beautiful name. Beautiful Thank name. you so much. You can call me Tiz for short. Tiz. Okay, Tiz. I'll call you Tiz. So, Tiz, tell me what is going on for you? What would you like to talk about today? So, I've been... Um, in quite a toxic marriage for a long while now and um, I finally uh, got some courage to start you know helping myself in healing and trying to come up with a plan to leave and um, the, the beginning of this year I was uh, given or well, referred to you and uh, your moonology diary and you know working with the new and full moon and that has actually uh, help me in achieving some of my smaller goals that I've um, uh, kind of set for myself in, in, in planning to leave my marriage. But I'm, I'm wondering at what part of my chart I, I guess, I guess I'm looking for um, the best 
part of the year to kind of leave or what would be, you know, the calmest time to go? Or um, I know that I have, you mentioned um, in October and November, um, the there's going to be an eclipse in Scorpio. And that deals yeah. with my fourth house, which is house and family. So I, I, I remember you mentioned that uh, this could be a time where, like, there's divorce and things like that. And so I'm wondering if that would be a time in my chart where I can take the plunge and go since I had originally planned to leave around October. So I'm just wondering whether my chart's aligning for that period of time or whether I should be thinking about, okay. All right. uh, you know, so planning. I'm, I'm, yeah, I mean, the new moon in your fourth house will mean a new start in your personal life. Um, what I'm going to say to you is, I don't know, you said this marriage is toxic, so I don't know what that means if there's abuse or whatever, in which case you should get out as fast as you can. I wouldn't wait for the new moon in Scorpio. Sorry? Uh, it, it's toxic in the way that there's a, like, verbally toxic, not physically uh, okay, toxic. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the thing is, I don't know how you feel about your your husband, but um, at this point you have Saturn, the planet uh, of problems, in your love zone. And so, I mean, if you want to save the marriage, there's probably a chance to save it because you're probably just feeling this very difficult transit, which only happens every 30 years. And by this time next year, you might have saved the marriage. Um, but, you know, if you're really sure that you don't want to, then sure, yes, the new moon in October can be a good time to do it. But honestly, I'm loath to say to anyone, get divorced, because I'm a big romantic and I always feel like, you know, if you can possibly salvage it, you must have loved each other once. Maybe you just need to yeah. get through set in your seventh house, which will be over by sort of March next year. But if you're telling me, no, you know what, it's toxic, 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 there's no saving it, sure, the new moon in October will... Uh, be a new start for you in your personal life. Okay. All right, that's fine. Stay on the line, Tiz. I'm going to draw you a card while we're in the break. All are welcome here. You're listening to UnityOnlineRadio.org, the voice of an awakening world. Find out what's happening in the skies. Welcome back to Astrology with Yasmin. It's Yasmin. I am back, back, back. So what I wanted to talk about today um, is also uh, a little bit of astrology. And it's just this little thing that you can find out about your star sign. Uh, a couple of things that you can find out about your star sign. And also I want to tell you about a webinar series I have coming up. It's free if you want to do it. So 
let's just start. Let's start with um, Tiz, who just called in, um, who's actually a Gemini. Okay, so what? Where? Where does a Gemini fall? Oh, someone's asking for the phone number again. Eight one six two five one three five five five. If if you, anyone could write that in the comments, that'd be great. Eight one six two five one three five five five. So. Basically, what I want to tell you about today are um, what's called the triplicities and the quadruplicities. Basically, in astrology, you might know that there are 12 signs of the zodiac and they are broken down first into um, four elements, okay? So the elements are fire, earth, air, and water, okay? Fire, earth, air, and water. So the fire element is very kind of fiery. It's fiery, it's dynamic, it's go get them, and uh, that's Aries, Leo, and Sag. And, uh, you know, fiery, people who've got lots of fire in their chart tend to be very um, driven and they push forward. Or if you have absolutely no fire in your chart, sometimes you can also be very driven and pushing forward because you're making up, you're compensating for the lack of fire in your chart. But fire, but fire planets tend to be very much the life of the party or fire, fiery people are the life of the party and, uh, and the ones who kind of set the world on fire. Then you get the uh, Earth sign, so that's Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn, and they are a completely different kettle of fish. Okay, so whereas fire people are like fire, Earth people are really down to earth. They tend to be very down to earth. They tend to have their feet very firmly on the ground, and uh, they're earthy people, and they're solid and they're reliable, like the Earth. So whereas fire people, you know how fire can just rage through, you know, a, a, a dry forest, say, God forbid, and uh, whereas earth is, you know, solid and damp sometimes and, you know, you can rely on it. And that's sort of more the feeling you get with people who've got a lot of planets in earth because we're more than just our sun sign, but you can think about, you know, if you're a Taurine or a Virgo or a Capricorn, then you've got that earth. And then the next one is air. And air is the one that's actually hardest to understand, if you ask me, because how do you how do you explain air? Okay, so air is uh, Gemini's, Librans, and Aquarians. And if you've got any planets like your Moon sign or your Rising sign or your Mercury or your Venus and all that, and so um, air is very much about the intellectual side of life. It's about the exchange of ideas. Uh, it's about, um, yeah, it's about philosophy and brilliance, okay? But it's more in the head, you know? Like earth is very physical, fire is very sort of, you know, we all know what fire's like, but air, it's like, it's all around us and it's what we think and say and do and it's the ideas that you, you can't quite grasp it. You can't grasp air, can you? You know, and it's not like fire. If you touch fire, it will burn. If you touch the earth, you, you know, you'll hit the earth. Air is just like all like just ideas really sums up air. And then we have the water signs, which are uh, cancer or moon child, as I like to call it, moon child. Uh, Scorpio and Pisces 
And really the best word to sum up um, those, the water signs is emotion. That's probably the number one word, emotion, feelings, uh, but also intuition, very intuitive. Someone saying is Aquarius air. Yes, everybody thinks it's, well, not everybody, but a lot of people think it's a water sign because the symbol is the water bearer, but it's, a, it's an air sign. And, um, yeah, so basically uh, they are the four elements. And then we also get, um, we, we divide things further into cardinal, fixed and mutable signs. So, for example, Aries is a cardinal sign. Uh, Taurus is a fixed sign. Scorpio is a fixed sign. Mutable is a, is a Gemini or a Pisces. And so there are all these sort of other layers you can apply to even just your sun sign. So if you know, for example, uh, Tits, who called in before, so she is, she's got actually moon, sun, moon and Venus all in Gemini. So already we know she's very, very Gemini, but we also know she's very, very air. She's in her head. So here she is dealing with this emotional issue that she's got about her marriage basically having gone toxic. Um, and this is not a criticism, Tiz. This is just how you will do it because you're very airy. You are in your head about when's the best time to do this. You're like making plans and thinking about it and calling up and talking to me and it's like all about ideas and it's not so much planning as like mulling it over, you know. That's something that she would definitely want to do, being a triple air sign like that. She might even have more than just them, though. She's a quadruple. She's actually quintuple air when you take into to, um, into account all her planets and points. And so uh, we also know that Gemini is a mutable sign, which means it can it's quite changeable, it's quite wafty. And Gemini is actually, because it's a mutable sign, it's, it does have that element of changing, you know, like going just, oh, a bit mercurial, oh, this day I'm like this and, oh, I'm a bit like that. And so, you know, once you start to learn about these two, just these really simple two extra layers that you can add about your sun sign, about whatever star sign you are, you suddenly get so much more information. And also you start to understand more about um, your friends, which is amazing, or your lovers or whatever, because, like, suddenly you're like, oh, okay, so they're a triple earth sign. Well, I know what that means. Well, they're a triple fire sign. No wonder they've got such a temper or whatever. So um, if this kind of thing interests you, I am going to encourage you to come to my free webinar series, which is called Astrology Secrets Revealed, where I'm going to be covering off how to work all this out, how to work out, the element that your um, your sun, moon or rising sign is in, are you cardinal, fixed or mutable? It's all free and you just need to, if you're watching on Facebook, click the link. You can register uh, um, or it's moonmessages.com forward slash AS for Sierra R. So ASR for Astrology Secrets Revealed, moonmessages.com forward slash ASR. And um, if someone wants to put that in the comments on Facebook, that would be awesome. Thank you. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's actually when you sign up, you also get a whole lot of goodies. We've got little PDFs and worksheets and it's going to be really cool. I'm really happy to be doing it. And it just, it's just a way of helping people to understand more, um, 
just about the basics of your sun sign. You'll also learn about your moon sign and what your moon sign means. There's actually three uh, three webinars. So there's um, your learning about the different elements of your sun, your star sign and the sun sign. Um, then what about your moon sign? What do you, what can that tell you? It's about what you need. And then we also go through all the ten planets. And I think you actually get my rather fantastic, very channeled um, meditation called the 10 planets meditation i give that out from time to time um, for different things when it feels right and uh, it actually helps you to understand um, all the 10 planets in your chart so you know when you say oh well i'm leo rising uh, i'm a, i'm a virgo with leo rising in a scorpio moon you'll actually start to understand what that means on a whole new level it's amazing and people in the comments on facebook are saying i've done the free webinar series and it's great thank you um it is really good actually um and i always i'm not trying to be humble here i'm just telling the truth i work long and hard on those webinars with a lot of guidance from, from some very very clever people at hay house and it is a really really powerful free webinar series i mean you can't argue with free can you so hop on moonmessages.com forward slash a s for sierra r r and then you'll get um you also get access to the private facebook group so that you can talk to other people as you go along the journey and eventually you'll get um an offer if you want to do my whole entire learn astrology course um for a really good discount so there you go. But we only do this once a year, so you've got to do it now. All right. So let us see um, what have we got here. I would love to – ah, Vanisha, I would love to take your call, but I don't think we've got your details yet. Louie, if you could take uh, Vanisha's calls, that would be great. Details. Let's go to um, – let's go to Sonella on line two. Uh, are you there, Sonella? I'm here. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. So what can I talk to you about today? What do you need to know? Um, I am uh, just wondering about um, health primarily and finance. All right. What's happening with your health right now? Well, um, I've been struggling with anxiety for a couple of years lately, and it um, affects me, you know, um, um, because I've been going through a lot of stress on the job. I changed the job recently. Last year in July, I, I had a, I, I started with a new job. I was out of work for some time, okay. and um, I was experiencing some heart heart issues. Nothing like concerning but just mild mild disturbances um, and I just want to know um, what's in the start for me as far as okay. health. All right so yeah. Sonella let's start off with the fact that you okay. are a one two three you are a six six tuplet Virgo you have six planets in Virgo wow that's a lot of Virgo. So you've got your Sun, <laughs> Jupiter, Pluto, Venus, Uranus, and Mercury all in 
the sign of Virgo. All right. Oh my God. So, so you're very earthy, as we were just talking about, and you're actually very mutable, which means you're you're kind of like open to change. But also, I'm sorry to say, Virgo is the worry wart of the zodiac. So I'm hoping that your yeah. concerns yeah. about your health are a lot to do with the fact that you're a six tuple Virgo and you probably just worry about everything. Is that is that right or you yeah. are not correct? Yeah. Hundred percent right. Exactly. I'm Okay, so one of your challenges this lifetime is to stop worrying because at the end of the day, worrying doesn't help anything. And in fact it just makes things really, really problematic. Now I don't really do health astrology. Um, I believe there's an astrologer called Kira Sutherland. I think she does it. Um, but what I can tell you is that the new moon next month, so not on April the 1st, but a month later in Taurus okay. is in your health zone. So, and excuse me, and the new moon this month, this week is in your fun zone. So I would say use this new moon to commit to having more fun and uh, in a month's time then commit to looking after yourself as best as you possibly can. That would work with the new moon. Would you like a card, my dear? Yes, please. Yes. All right. Does that help you a bit, being told that you're yes. a worrier? Yes. yes, thank you. Exactly. I guess that is, that is actually probably related to your anxiety, you know, that mm -hmm. you've got health anxiety and the fact that you are a six times Virgo will, will give you, you know, more anxiety. But that's when you have to do all your spiritual practices like, you know, meditating, mm -hmm. walking, breathing, yeah. drinking water, getting enough sleep, all that. Mm -hmm. Because that is, that is you know, when you start to um, push through the anxiety. Yeah, I start practicing yoga and uh, Qigong like martial arts, and I found this very helpful in managing yeah, my anxiety and stress level. Yes, because I am also very And you would your card. Your card yeah, is, you. are you ready? Yes. Breathe through the tension. Breathe through the tension. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. Basically, it means you've got to work on your breath, do breathing exercises, and that is the way for you to push through all this. Because at the end of the day, if you worry too much, you will end up affecting your heart, you know. So you've got to work through on yourself and breathe through the tension, you know. There's no point in worrying about stuff that hasn't happened yet and may never happen. Okay. All right. And get yourself some amethyst because it's really healing. Anything about finance? Finance. You need to get rid of unnecessary expenses. Mm. Okay. All right. Okay. I hope that helps you. Yes. All right. Lots Thanks. of love. Thank you, Jasmine. My pleasure. Thank you, Sanella. All right. Okay. Let me see if we managed to get Venetia on the line. Venetia and I have been having a Facebook relationship for some time, so it'd be fun to speak to her. Are you there, Venetia? Hey, Yasmin. Oh my God. Fancy. Oh my God. 
hang on. Happy birthday. Thank you. This is the best present ever. <laughs> uh, uh, that's nice. So, how are you feeling? Tell me about yourself, because we've spoken on, we've been talking to each other on Facebook for a very long time. Tell us about yeah. you. Um, I'm a musician, a music educator, and now a certified moonologer. Ah, congratulations. A certified moonologer. That's a very good yes. thing. Excellent. Yes. Well yes. done. What music do you play? Um, I play a little bit of everything. I'm classically trained, but I am a diehard fan of Michael Jackson. Ah, okay, interesting. I'm learning the flute. Why Mozart to Motown. <laughs> right, oh, cool. All right, so I'm looking at your chart, Venetia. Where does this name come from? Um, my mom found it off of an old show called Romper Room, where they used to look through a looking glass. And they ah, said okay. one of the first names was Venetia, so she picked that name. Guys, I'm on the That's line. So, okay, I couldn't catch the name of the show, but I understand it's from a, from a TV show. Romper okay. Room. It was called Romper. Your and lines, course, my your lines are not good, I'm afraid to say, Venetia. Let me just let yeah. me just do the talking here because I can't. you're going in and out. But listen, so you, my dear, I don't know if you know, but you are a quintuple Aries. I'm getting all the people calling up today who've got, like, all their planets in the same place. So you've got... Yeah. Your MC, your South Node, your Sun, your Venus, and your Mercury, all in the sign of um, Aries. So you're a big yes, Aries person. You're what very fiery, and you're probably very fiery. quite good at getting, right. getting things done. Does that okay. sound about right? Yes. Would your friends agree? Yes. <laughs> This is fire. She's on fire. So yeah. an interesting thing that's going on here is that the new moon that's taking place this week on April the 1st yeah. is um, actually going to be triggering pretty much the midpoint of your sun and Venus. So it's actually kind of potentially quite nice for you regarding love or money. Do you have any – what are your questions, Venetia? I didn't have any. <laughs> How stupid of me. No, I didn't have any specific questions. Um, I was you just, just wanted to bring up and say hi. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, then I would say use the new moon this week to uh, decide what you want when it comes to abundance in the next 12 months and love in the next 12 months. Yes. How's that plan? Perfect. That's great. Right. I was doing your day one challenge last night in my meditation, and that's exactly where I'm at. This is the first oh, time I did my release where it was completely free. So cool. I've been working with your new moon cycles for over a year now. It's been great. Life changing. Yeah, no, working with the moon will change your life. All right. So, yeah. um, Venetia, I do have a card for you. Do you want to know what it is? Absolutely. And anyone who's listening or watching on Facebook, do you want to say this card is for you as well? Maybe you're thinking, yeah, this card is for me. If you think it's for you, write it in the comments. This card is for me or say it out loud. Claim it if you dare. All right, Venetia, are you ready? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got the full moon in Gemini card, which says embrace the flow of life. Now, this is a really interesting card for someone who's a 
uh, a quintuple Aries because this card is about the fact that everything happens in divine timing. But I'm pretty yeah. sure being a five times Aries, you don't always know how to slow down and be patient and wait for the good things to come to you. I'm in that process now. I'm trying. <laughs> you're, you're trying. That's good. If you're trying, it means you've always, you, you know, you're halfway there as soon as you acknowledge it. So have you yeah. been fast talking lately or is someone trying to fast talk you? Your best bet could simply be to keep quiet for a while. You or someone else in the situation needs some space. Take a moment out of the constant carry-on of life so you can kind of take a look and see what's happening in your life. There's also a tug of war between worrying about all the details um, of life versus just getting in the flow. So let life flow. Gratitude will help. And by the way, if you do have a big question on your mind, or if someone, if you if you want, if there's someone on your mind, it's not a bad idea if you want to change your mind about someone or something. Don't be afraid to change your mind. Um, mm -hmm. It's important to accept where you are in life so you can move to where you want to be. Absolutely. Um, okay. <laughs> your affirmation is: I share kind, loving words with the people in my life. Oh, that's beautiful. Perfect. <laughs> and I finally got to talk to you. Oh, thank you so much, Yasmin. Thank you for everything and helping all women in the whole world. <laughs> and men, too. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Venetia. It's really nice to talk to you. Hope that yeah, helps. Thank you. Okay, mm -hmm. that was Venetia, my Facebook friend. Um, and if you're listening on Unity Radio and you're thinking, oh, I quite like listening to Yasmin. I can't tell you where the podcast is going to be yet if I do one because I haven't decided, but you can find me on Facebook. Uh, just type in Yasmin Boland Moonology um, or you can find me on Instagram. If you're more of an Instagram person, you can find me under either Planet Yasmin Boland or under moonology.com. Or you can find me on my website and sign up for my newsletter if you're a newsletter kind of gal or guy. And uh, that is yasminboland.com. So there we go. All right. So um, I think I'm going to take one more call. We've only got a couple of minutes. So Brandy, we're going to have to make it quick. Are you there, Brandy? We're going to try and just squeeze you in before the bell rings. Hi, Yasmin. I'm here. Hi, Brandy. So Brandy, forgive me. Australian for not knowing this is Brandy a real name or is it a shortening for something no it's a real name there was a song in the 70s by the looking glass that it, it was uh -huh. about a girl that my father named me after I see okay let's keep it quick here because we don't have long what do you want to know Ms. Brandy um I want to know about either taking my business to the next level or about opening more to my psychic abilities. Okay. And what's your business? I'm a reader. I'm a tarot reader. I read tarot and oracle cards, but I'm looking at working in new ways to add other modalities to it. And I'm trying okay. to recover some gifts that I had in the past that I shut the door on because of trauma. <laughs> Okay, so I think what's actually come up for you is the trauma. So I'm, I don't think you should shut the door. 
So I'm just going to read you the card I just pulled for you, okay? We don't have long, so I've got to just keep talking. Okay. At this point, your best bet is to be the bigger person in whatever situation is on your mind. If harsh words have been exchanged, this card comes with a gentle suggestion to diffuse the upset with some humour. The world is your oyster when this card comes up for you, but you need to find a balance between where you are and where you want to be. It may be that you need to do some more research before you move closer to whatever it is you want. So that can apply to your business, okay? Um do a bit more research and when you're manifesting the journey of discovery can be as empowering as dreaming the big dream uh having an open mind will serve you well and your affirmation is actually probably my favorite affirmation from, from all the cards i know that i am blessed and i live my life within that knowing so i think that card kind of answered your question about work and about this situation you had that was toxic brandy with the toxic situation, don't just close the door because it's hard to be a, a medium or a psychic or because you're really a healer when you're doing that and you need to try and um, take any toxicity out of your life. So try and be the bigger person. When it comes to your work, you're saying about going up to the next level, do a little bit more research before you do anything rash. So I feel like I'm just talking, 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 but guess what? I'm afraid we're out of time and the show's over. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA Unity ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash IMDivine2022. 